The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. All right, welcome to the Streaking the Line presents to Homer and back the official Streaking the Line podcast. My name is Pierce. I've got Will and Ryan with me from Streaking the Line. We've got a very special guest as well this week here to talk about the upcoming College World Series. That's right, Pierce. We have one of my best friends from college, one of the best teammates I've ever had. It is Keith Werman's replacement and the only guy to hit a home run off Steven Strasburg in college, the one and only Phil Goslin. He is joining us tonight. Wow, what an intro. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for being here. So, uh, yeah, we kind of want to talk about the College World Series tonight, uh, check in with Phil. He's on the DL right now, so that's why he's able to join us at such a great time. So we want to thank Phil for that. But uh, let's jump into Phil right now. Phil, tell us a little about a little bit about how your time with the Braves has been. Uh, it's been good. Uh, you know, was, we got off to a pretty decent start. Um, you know, the team's hanging around 500 right now, just trying to uh, get hot at the right time and get in that playoff picture. Um, had an injury, unfortunately. Uh, I was starting to play a little bit, but I got hurt. And, uh, yeah, I'm on the DL now, just trying to work my way back. So what's the what's the timeline right now? When when can I put you back in my fantasy lineup? <laughs> I don't know if it's ever a time for that, but uh, <laughs> um, today's actually uh, three weeks in surgery. Um, they told me six to eight weeks, you know, from that time. So I'm I'm hoping that it's uh, more like the six than the eight. But just taking it slow here. Um, go see the doctor again next week. Hopefully, she get cleared to do pretty much everything as long as everything looks good in the x-rays and all that so it's it's coming along i don't think it should be too much longer you know before i'm back on the field and i was uh gallivanting through europe so i don't actually know what happened what what did you break exactly uh well i dove uh, to my backhand playing third base my thumb got bent up underneath me and i broke a bone in my thumb it was called an avulsion fracture i believe is the term i don't really know what that means (laughs) But I needed to. Uh, I had to get two pins in there to clamp the bone down, and make sure it healed the right way. Basically, it looks like they're going to come out next week, and uh, the cast should come off and all that. And then, just a matter of getting the strength back in my hand. So, like I said, I, I don't think it should be too much uh, longer. So I'm assuming you'll get back sometime a little after the All Star break. Braves will go on a heater. They'll they'll take the Nats out of first place in the East and go on a World Series run. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, that sounds like perfect to me, except for I'll be back hopefully before the All-Star break, but everything else. Okay. I think Pierce and uh, Ryan might be Nats fans, so how do you guys feel about that? You good with that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm an O's uh, fan, well, so I fully I fully support all National League Wahoos <laughs> to, to do well in all their And, and I'm, I'm going to round out the NL East. I got the Mets. So, oh, God. You know. You got it all covered. That's right. Yeah. So if you could, you know, tell Nicky Markakis that uh, I miss him in Baltimore, that, that would be a big favor. <laughs> I'll pass it along. You got Tyler. Wahoo. We got another Wahoo at least to root for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a great, a great first start last week. Yeah, he's done well. Hey, so Phil, we uh, switching gears a little bit. We're uh, here at uh, Draft Talk. Uh, can you uh, give us a little uh, update or give us some an idea of uh, how your draft day went? 
Um, yeah, it was obviously a great experience. We were when I got drafted, it was in between the regional and the super regional. Uh, we had beaten St. John's on that Monday to win the regional, and then I got drafted on Tuesday, I believe. Um, I was actually at the field. We had a team meeting, I think, or right before practice, and so I, I had, you know, I checked my phone. I had a bunch of missed calls and all that kind of stuff, and I, uh, you know, I called the Brave Scout back, and he had told me that um, they had just taken me in the fifth round, and then I got to call my parents and my brother and sister and all that, so it was... Uh, you know, it was a dream come true. It just I got to share with all my teammates, obviously being at the field. So it was just great experience, and I'm I'm glad you know I got to share with all those guys and the coaches that helped me get there. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That's awesome. Can you? Uh, so we have obviously people are big into recruiting nowadays. Can you tell us about how how it was? Were you you were drafted out of high school, right? I was not drafted out of high school. I uh, I pretty much I don't think I would have got drafted high anyway. But I told most of the scouts that came out that I was going to go to college, so I didn't end up getting picked. So is that pretty? Is that kind of how it goes? They they call you and you kind of say, you know, I'm going to college. Stop calling me. Uh yeah, I mean I, I definitely made it known that I wanted to go to college. I wasn't like a big time draft guy anyway. I was pretty small then uh you know i was able to fill out a little bit more in college not that i'm big now anyway but i was kind of small in uh, high school so i don't i didn't really think that uh you know i was going to be drafted high enough where the money was worth it for me to give up college so i uh, i was very happy to attend uva for those three years hey speaking of uh the speaking of the 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 money uh one of the things that's causing a lot of angst amongst the wahoo fans right about now is uh you know, what goes into the decision whether or not you're going to go pro or whether you're not going to come back to college? I mean, you were a fifth-round pick. We've got, you know, Joe McCarthy, who was picked in that round as well. And some are saying, hey, he comes back, he could be a first-round pick. What what goes through, you know, your mind in that, in that situation? Well, for me, um, you know, the – the biggest thing is just when you're drafted a year younger, that helps you a lot. Obviously, the earlier you're getting the system, the better. Um, so that's, you know, the whole reason guys sign out of high school, you're 18, so you get more years and you can develop and everything. And, and you know, the more money, the earlier you're picked as a junior, the more money you get. The money's great, but it's more, you get more of an opportunity that, you know, if they have more invested in you, then you know, they're going to give you more opportunities where I had some struggles where maybe if I was a a lower round pick, I might not have gotten the opportunities I've gotten. Um, so it definitely helps out. And, you know, I don't, I don't know Joe. Um, but you know, when you're drafting the fifth round, it's it's a pretty good spot. And, you know, he has some injury history, so I don't know. I I would imagine he'd sign, you know, because if he did come back next year and something flared up again, then you're in a really tough spot as a senior, you have no leverage, you know, you can't really bargain at all. You're kind of, take it or leave it situation so yeah yeah it's a, big lot of, risk. It's a lot of it but seniors they don't have any leverage so that's a lot of times why guys sign as juniors we see similar things with the basketball players obviously um one thing i'm curious about i think when you see basketball players um before the draft and certainly that's coming up that there's a lot of talk about going in for different workouts with different teams and a lot of conversations with maybe a handful of teams and, and not all 30-something teams. Was that similar for you? Or did you have an idea of the handful of teams that were considering you or maybe ones that were considering you more than others? Um, yeah, you have somewhat of an idea, but there's also stories where a kid won't even talk to that a certain team and then they end up picking them. So you never really know. <laughs> we meet with all the scouts in the fall. Um, you know, between this year draft year, you meet with them all, and then 
we don't we don't get a chance to do the uh, pre-draft workouts because we're still playing at UVA usually, which is a good thing. You know, we're right in the thick of postseason, so I didn't I can't say with the you know the individual workouts and stuff from that aspect of it because we were lucky enough to still be playing. But you did I did meet with mm-hmm. you know pretty much every team in the fall. There was a few teams that didn't meet with me. The Braves were one of them, um, and I know Coach Mack had a really good relationship with the our the Brave Scout in our area. So I knew there was some interest there and everything, but you never really know until you get picked by somebody. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I think that's a good tie-in, speaking of uh, late-season UVA success. Why don't we talk a little bit about your, you know, memories of, of participating in, in the College World Series and, and uh, maybe go with a few favorite memories and, and maybe a few uh, least favorite memories. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I think if you talk to anybody from that team in 09, you know, the first World Series team, our, our favorite memory is probably going to Old Miss. Um, really great stadium, great city, all that. And, uh, you know, they had 10, 11,000 people at every game. It was it was crazy. It was like the it was probably the coolest atmosphere I got a chance to play in. Yeah, you'd and, think that uh, that it might be like going to the Caldwell Series, but nope, most of our favorite memories are seeing all the girls that were in the stands <laughs> in Oxford. I think <laughs> that was probably the highlights of many of our experiences. Yeah. I can back fill up on that one. Yeah, that, that didn't hurt for sure. Um, and then, you know, we lose game one on a walk-off homer from that, you know, they hit. Yep. And then we come, we bounce back when games two and three with our backs against the wall. So that was just, that was unbelievable. I, you know, still remember that feeling when we won, you know, we broke down the door for the program. And now it seems like, you know, every year they're there or right in the mix for it. So it's, that was probably my top one. Um, you know, looking back, hopefully we can get a little revenge on Arkansas. Cause that was a tough one to swallow in 09. Yeah. Um, we pretty much had them beat two outs, nobody on. Then a streaker runs on the field. It happened. The the cops had to tackle him, take him down. I don't know what you know happened in that two minutes, but we came back and just couldn't finish it out, unfortunately. So that was that was a tough one. I'm hoping they can beat him this weekend, get a little revenge. Yeah, I'd love. Do you think if we get a UVA fan to run naked uh, in Omaha, that it'll reverse the for- I mean, that's sort of our thing as UVA fans. Hey, right? If we're down and- late, we might have to uh, make a phone call to somebody. I don't know. Make make something happen. We got to start getting good memories in Omaha because right now we don't have any good ones. I mean, honestly, the, the only good memories you can have is if you win the whole thing. And UVA hasn't done that. Heck, the whole ACC hasn't even done that since 1955. So it's mm-hmm. going to take a lot to get some really good yeah. memories out of there. Definitely. I agree with that. Phil, this is more of a, a question that I was, I've was i been thinking about for a while. Remember in 2009 how the program had never made a regional before, or never made a super regional before, mm-hmm. yep. and we went to Irvine and we won the suit, that regional. Do you think that, I mean, obviously the, the next step is obviously win the whole thing, but is that... I, I don't I don't know if that's if I can say is that the next step, but is that a feasible step that you think to for the program to reach the next level, to I guess reach the upper echelon of college baseball, do you think that the program has to win a college world series for us to be considered with the LSUs or the Texases or the Floridas? Um I think ultimately, yeah, you're judged by that unfor- that's just kind of the unfortunate thing because I mean those those programs have been mm-hmm. successful for a lot longer than us. We've I mean, we've been, I'm pretty sure since 09, I remember hearing that we have the most wins of any Division One program. So, 
you know, in terms of recent history, we're, you know, we're right up there. And as soon as we get that national title, it's going to come. It's just a matter of when. I think that that'll really cement it for the whole college baseball world and maybe the casual fan. I think for the diehard baseball, college baseball fan, you, you know, UVA is the upper echelon already. Um, but once we get that title, I mean, that'll just show it to everybody. And I'm hoping it comes here in a couple weeks. Before we get into this year's College World Series, I wanted to talk with Phil one more time or a little bit more about, do you remember the difference? Now, a lot of people have jumped on the UVA bandwagon after 09 and the success that we had that year, and obviously it's flourished. Do you remember 08 and uh, I guess on your visit to 07, the differences between the program then and the program, what they have now? Yeah, I mean, in terms of facilities, it's like, you know, when I got there, I thought it was great. But by the time I left, and even since I've left, it's it's ridiculous. You know, brand-new locker room, brand-new cages, more state, more seats, um, visitors' locker room, brand-new training. I mean, it's like it's completely different, as, you know, Will knows from his time there, too. Um, and just there's there's a little bit more of a swagger, I guess you'd say, around the program because, you know, back then we were, you know, one of the upstarts trying to break through, and now it's – we got a little bit of a target on our back every year and talking to guys in pro ball that from the other guys from the ACC, they always say, man, we hated playing you guys. We can, you know, you guys were tough to play and tough to beat and all that. So I think the perception of UVA is really going up too. Um, you know, as from the time I got there till the time I left, everyone had a lot more respect for our program and, you know, we knew we were good and the target was on our back and we kind of accepted that role. And that's, and that's where they're at now. I don't mean to chew my own horn. But uh, the program takes off after I leave, so I don't know if it says that I I left it on top or that it just got that much better after I left. But I'm sure I have something to do with it. You set the table for sure. Yeah. Hey Phil, you you bring up an interesting point. You said that uh, other ACC teams hated to to, to play Virginia because you guys were you know you were scrappy. You 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 know steal bases and everything. Uh, I was looking through some of the stats and and it looks to see this year's team has kind of gotten away from that can can you give you know maybe any insight into you know how you compare this year's team over the last couple of years teams to the teams you played on um i think it's the coaches do a good job of they're gonna do what the personnel allows them to do they this year they've um well another the bats and the balls i guess have a little bit to, have to do with it when i was there sure. My last year, year and a half, we didn't really bump much because we could really hit, um, and the bats certainly probably helped that. They were a little better then. Uh, but I think the coaches do a good job every year. Uh, they try to recruit really athletic guys, but sometimes we lose those guys to the draft, and you know the personnel is not exactly what they draw up to be as you know stealing bases and that kind of team, mm-hmm. and they have to kind of make do with what they have. So um, I think this year it's been all pitching and defense. They might not have, you know, the big boppers in the middle that we're used to or the guys that can run a little bit, but it doesn't matter as long as you win. You know, they're just, they seem to be finding a way to win, which is the name of the game this time of year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we, uh, we, we're a very divided bunch in the streak in the line, uh, group chats during the baseball games on bunting. Uh, I've seen a lot of a lot of back and forth on on should we bunt here, should we not? Uh, a lot of strong opinions. Where where do you sit on that, uh, Will? Me, um, I. So yeah, you. Will. I, 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 so Will and Phil kind of sounds a lot like sometimes. Um, so <laughs> when enough. I was my first year on the team, and even my second year on the team, I remember if we ever got somebody to second base with less than two outs, it didn't matter who it was or with no outs. 
that person was going to bunt. And if we had first and second no outs, that person was definitely <laughs> going to bunt. So coming up with that and seeing the success that it led the program to have, I'm fine with the bunts. I know people like Schwartz hate the bunts because they've read Moneyball and they think it's giving away free outs and stuff like that. But I'm fine with it, and I expect Mac to do it. So when he doesn't do it, it kind of throws me off a little bit. I don't know how if Phil feels the same way because towards his the end of his run at UVA, they were hitting a lot more home runs and a lot more gap-to-gap mm-hmm. deep balls, whereas we kind of we were more small ball, bunts, move the runners over and steal. So I don't I don't know how anybody else feels about it. Yeah, I'm uh, I think there's a place for bunting in the game. I'm not. I think the the college game people bunt too much. Um, you know, there's certain guys in your lineup that are in there for that kind of thing. You know, guys at the bottom that are more defensive. I love bunting for hits, not necessarily sacrificing. I, I have that as part of my game. You know, if there's a guy on and you want to bunt for a hit, and even if it's not a great bunt, you sack him over, okay. But I'm not I'm not big into you know just squaring around early to sacrifice a guy um, unless the you know maybe it's late in the game or there's certain situations where I like it, but I think at times the college game revolves around it too much and um, you're just throwing outs away at times. Good stuff. Well, why don't we uh, break down a little bit what we saw maybe on the, the whole run from the end of the season through through this point for the team, um, you know, coming into another regional out in California, obviously that compares uh, to that, that 09 year, right? And and taking down some higher seeded teams. I think I, it, on paper, you still looked at UVA uh, going out west as a favorable matchup. Certainly this team had its up and downs throughout the season. You don't really know what to expect uh, in terms of they're going to be hot or whatnot, but I was confident going into it. Uh, what would you guys think before going out into that regional round? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good matchup too. I, uh, I'm i not a big fan of the West Coast style baseball. I just don't think it it wins. You know, if you see nowadays, the West Coast doesn't isn't really as good as it once was. Fullerton's in the uh, they squeaked in the College World Series, but you know, for the most part, those those West Coast teams aren't what they used to be because all they do is bunt. I just don't. I think they, you know, they they just need to let them swing the bat a little bit. They're they're the teams that bother me with how they bunt so much. Um, so I, I loved going out there to play them. I, I knew they weren't going to go out there and put eight runs on us. Um, you know, if we swung the bats, we were going to win <laughs> when it came down to it. So I. I was confident going out there when we played out there, and I was confident when those guys got you know sent out there this year. Yeah, Ryan, how do you feel? Yeah, the thing about this team this year is you know as I was following them, um, I, I took a, a long look at the the bubble picture, and um, you know Virginia, we were a team that could compete with anybody. I mean, um, the the one stat I kept pointing out as to why I thought we were pretty much a lock for the NCAA tournament all year was was top fifty wins. I mean, we had as many top 50 wins as LSU, as, you know, you, you name it, uh, the best teams in the country. Um, so, so yeah, we might have lost to your VMIs every once in a while, and, and, and you know, the, the sweep at, at Virginia Tech certainly hurt. But, um, it, you know, put us in a region, and there was no team that wanted to see Virginia um, come in as a number two and certainly not as a number three. And uh, so, yeah, I was, I was pretty confident that, uh, that that they could go out and do it. It it. I took playing some really good baseball, but uh, you know the, the the team is talented enough to do it. With the, the early season struggles and the injuries, um, there's no doubting the talent um, that the that the coaching staff has uh, has uh, put together over the last couple of years. 
Yeah, I think I'm sure. similar to Ryan. I, I mean, I knew that the talent was there. I thought the injuries had caught up to them, and it was obviously it had caught up to them the entire season. I this is going to sound really blasphemous, but I just I didn't know what they were going to do when they got out there. But I think that was more of I had watched mm-hmm. them lose four of their first six ACC series, and I hadn't been able to see them. I had, I wasn't able to pay attention for the Duke or the UNC series, and I saw that they won their first game in the ACC and then lost. Uh, would they lose the next two or three? Or they I can't remember what they did in the ACC tournament. So I just I didn't know which team to expect. Was it the team that swept UNC, or yeah, was yeah. it the team that had gotten swept at Virginia Tech early in the year? And then when you don't have Kirby, Joe McCarthy is obviously not a hundred percent. You just you don't you never know who's going to show up. And I mean, you roll the dice, and obviously came up great for Coach O'Connor and the rest of the program. The other thing to keep in mind is is you have to look at Connor Jones and Brandon Waddell. I mean, the, the fact that those guys could go seven, eight innings week in, week out, um, just really was able to hide the fact that at, at third starter uh, we, we were very weak and, and long, you know, long relief uh, was was <laughs> that was a struggle. I mean, any any team knew that if they could get past our starters, um, they, they'd have a chance to win. You're not talking about that San Diego State second game, are you? The one that went really late and they gave up four runs in the first inning and it just kind of fell apart. Uh, it's okay. We'll go on. We'll move on. Yeah. Hey, they really <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, why don't we move on to... <laughs> why, why don't we move on to my favorite uh, possible subject in all things, which is beating Maryland. Um, and having that work out to host a super regional was was pretty miraculous in the way that that, that shakes out. I had no idea. I'll, I'll admit my ignorance that uh, teams bid on hosting super regional spots, and that that can be a determinant factor, uh, determining factor when uh, when two three seeds face off. But anyway, it brought Maryland to Charlottesville for the second year in a row. And uh, just like last year, we sent them home packing, but in, in dramatic fashion, both games. Um, or, were you guys, you know, confident in that second game that we were going to have a comeback, even though we had to do it the, the night before, the day before? Phil, why don't you lead us off? Who wants uh, to go? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was, after they got that game one win, I was pretty uh, pumped for them. I thought it was looking good because, I mean, we went – that Sharwin, I think is his name, their, their Friday night guy was their best guy, and then Mooney, their two best guys. So when you beat them with their two best guys on the mound, that's tough to come back from as a team. Um, but it was, you know, Maryland has a good team. It's, it's it's funny, in the short time since I've left, Will can attest to this, Maryland was really bad when we were there. They, so bad. Uh, if, you lost, if you only won two out of three <laughs> against them, it was like you had a bad weekend. Um, they were so bad that I got one of my two ACC at-bats against Maryland. That's how bad they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how much better they've gotten in this time. Um, so, I, I mean, I've UVA was kind of the underdog going in from everything I read. Um, but after they won that game one, I thought anything was possible, you know, because that kind of put a little doubt in the back of Maryland's mind, like, oh, here we go again. UVA's going to, you know, beat us again kind of thing. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I was more surprised by the game one comeback than the game two. I don't think we can overlook, and I, I tweeted about it during the game, the fact that their lights-out closer had blown game yep. one, and they yep. brought him in during game two. And I was tweeting about it. I was like, this guy has to be just so 
domed up and just thinking about everything that had happened the day mm-hmm. before that there's no way he's going to be able to go out there and close this game out for them and he didn't he went out there and walked the bases loaded and ended up losing the game for him mm-hmm. well he obviously wasn't eating his beard enough no. in between <laughs> innings. I don't know if you guys saw the, those highlights, but they're fantastic. A question regarding that that game: uh, What was the what was the the bigger moment? The uh, 2011 uh, Chris Taylor's hit against Irvine, or uh, or uh, or beating Maryland uh, last weekend? I, I mean, I think 11 was a better team, but when you have two outs, nobody on, and the other team's about to go to Omaha if they beat you, I mean. That's I don't that's pretty tough to do and then you know Maryland coming back from two in the ninth inning but you still have another even if they lose that game they got another game to play the next day they get another chance to go to Omaha. So, yeah, I agree. I think yeah, that, I, I think, think that sums it up right there. I mean, yeah, you I mean, come back on Sunday and yeah, you got another chance at it with two outs, nobody on. You know, Dave Coleman gets that base hit to start it off and then it, two strikes went around. Yeah, two strikes. So I mean, I I don't know if anything will ever beat that. Yeah. I think also with the rain delay that day, just everybody yeah, was there for so long. Ugh, dumb rain delay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't we transition to talking about this year's College World Series? You guys good with that? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Arkansas, Florida, and Miami so, are in the, uh, I guess, the bracket of UVA. Does anybody have any thoughts about those three teams? Um, I guess I, I watched Florida. Well, Arkansas, we've got history with. Yeah, Arkansas, and then I watched Florida a little bit last week, and they're—I think they're the team to beat. If you know, you're going to pick a favorite, they're the highest seed. They got—I mean, they just run. They're kind of like Vandy. They just run arms after arms out there. It seems like everybody they got is really good coming out of the pen and starting. So they're—they're—they've got to be the favorite. You know, Miami can swing it, but I don't really think their arms are that great. Which is, you know, I'd rather have pitching over hitting any day of the week. Yeah, I just I just wrapped up the uh, the yeah. Florida preview, and I mean they're just they're so balanced. I mean, you talk about uh, you got a kid who was the SEC Freshman of the Year last year, uh, coming out as their their Friday night guy, and then uh, uh, their Saturday guy, AJ Puck. He's like six seven, throws mid to high nineties. Um, you know, that's at the college level. That's 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 throwing hard, um, and and then they've got guys that can just they can just mash. Um, uh, you know, that's about that's about all I could say there. <laughs> well, they are SEC, so that's kind of what you expect. Just <laughs> yeah. guys that guys that throw flames and guys that hit it out of the park, literally. Until you summed it up, I mean, you said that uh, they got arm after arm coming to the bullpen. I mean, if you get past the starter, you're still facing a quality arm, you know, regardless. And uh, hey, Ryan, how about that? Their catcher, the he's a freshman catcher, right? Yeah, yeah, he. Um, he was a second team all ACC or all SEC, excuse me. Um, yeah, just a just a he, his stats don't jump off the page at you, but he he I think he leads the team. He's he's um, he's he's clutch. Um, you know, there's. I think he hit at least he's a good two for him for sure. Maybe three home runs against Florida State in their super regional, didn't he? Yeah, but that that was somewhat of a surprise. He's not he's not a big home run guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was but, expecting uh, him to be the next coming of Buster Posey. So, so now I'm kind of disappointed that he's not. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's that good. <laughs> so, what did you see and what the Who's have been doing well 
uh, obviously recently to get to this point that they're going to have to do against these, you know, a couple of SEC teams and then a Miami team that looks uh, more like, you know, back when Miami was one of those perennial powerhouses, they, they certainly have looked strong recently. Uh, well, well, Phil, why don't you take what you what you think we need to continue to do well? Uh, starting pitching's got to keep going, you know, seven, eight innings like they have been. Like, like we talked about earlier, they there's really just not much depth in the bullpen, unfortunately. So, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of guys that can bridge the gap from, uh, you know, Jones or Waddell to Spores. So, they got, if they want to have any chance, they, the starters are going to have to keep going deep into games and, uh, you know, going from them to Spores. I think that's the, the formula right there to win, which is, you know, which most teams, if, if your starting pitching goes deep, you got a chance. And they're going to have to keep doing that. And, you know, I think it's important for them to win that first game and stay out of the loser's bracket because they don't have – as much pitching depth as, say, a Florida or somebody like that. Um, I think that's that's going to be the key right there. Ryan, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Well, it sounds good. No, I, I definitely agree. I think uh, I think winning the first game is, is going to be crucial. Um, you know, staying, staying with the starting pitching is good. Um, you know, Miami's a team that, that we can hit with them. Uh, their their pitching isn't quite as strong, but uh, uh, but they can actually uh, they can absolutely put some put some scores up. Um, so yeah, it's just the, you know timely hitting uh, is, is gonna is gonna be key. Can have uh, it, we have the bats that can come through. I mean I mean Matt Dice and Jim McCarthy and and uh, Kenny Towns. They're 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 quality sticks that any one of them could could get hot at any moment and carry the team offensively, but it's ultimately going to come down to, to, you know, Connor Jones and, and Brandon Waddell and, and hopefully they can give uh, quality starts and, and get it to spores at the back end. I agree. I completely agree. I think it all, all right, all it's right. all dependent on the starting pitching and whether Jones and Waddell can do what they did in the super regional. And if they can, I think they have a legit shot to make it out of the, uh, out of the four, 14 bracket. Well, how about Kirby? So what I'm hearing is that we need to score some runs and not let the other guys score as many. Runs. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Absolutely, sounds about right. Good, good enough. <laughs> hey, nice. how much do you guys uh, think Kurt? Where we're going to see from Kirby? I, I wouldn't think he'll start. Will do you have any right? uh, uh, insight? I think game game two or th- the first game. I don't think he's going to pitch. Um, then if they go, you know, game two, three, and if they're lucky enough to go on, I think he'll be able to pitch a couple innings out of the bullpen and maybe be that guy to pitch the seventh and eighth inning to get it to scores kind of thing. But he's never he's he's got really really good stuff. Obviously drafted in the first round, but when you take that much time off, your command's going to suffer a little bit and. And that's magnified even more when you're in the bullpen. Can't right. you can't walk guys at all out of the bullpen. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, his stuff's good enough. Where as long as he's around the plate, I think he can be. You know, he can, might be that X factor that brings him to the title series. Phil, I had an idea about Kirby, and I wanted to run it by by you and see what you you think. Um, um, I don't know. Do you remember Casey Lambert and Oak towards the end of the year made him kind of into our third starter after he had closed his entire career? And I think he's done it with a couple other people too. I was wondering if you thought maybe he makes makes Spores let Spores close the first and second game if there's a closing opportunity, and if they make it to a third game, let Spores be the starter and kind of have Kirby as the as the closer. You, you just said that he's a little wild, so that's not what you want as a closer. But what do you think of that idea? Uh, 
yeah, I could, I could see him doing that if they were if they were to win those first two and then maybe start Spurs game three and then if you know if it didn't go their way that game they still have Jones ready the next day. Yeah. Um, so I could definitely see that as an option since since Spores has you know he started all last year and then he started that game at uh, Georgia Tech or I think it was Georgia Tech in the ACC tourney. So I, I can see it because he's you know he can give you six or seven innings and then you know if you and then you can just kind of piece it together from there and if Kirby Kirby can come in and hopefully slam the door I'll I'll sign up for that right now I think <laughs> I think we all would yeah that'd be good <laughs> yeah. Any situation that has them winning the first two games sounds sounds top notch to me. Well, should we go around the horn and uh, just make some bold predictions on on how the the weekend's going to sure. go? You want the weekend? You want the whole College World Series, Pierce? All right. Oh well, let's 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 do both. Okay. We'll we'll just go go with the the whole gamut when when what are we going to see from him in omaha we'll start with uh why don't we start with ryan oh i i think i think we get arkansas um we we, we take arkansas um probably going to face florida and and as much as i want to say it i can't <laughs> I, I i i just i just can't do it um we'd have a chance it's okay to, get to be back objective ryan yeah, yeah. Hey, apologize, apologize. But uh, no, I think uh, I think we we could give Florida a good game, but I think ultimately they have too much firepower. Um, you know, I think I think in the end, uh, I look at Florida, and I think I look at Vanderbilt. I mean, that that team on the other side of the bracket, uh, they're they're no different than the team that beat a juggernaut last year. I mean, you know, we were loaded, and and you know, for all intents and purposes. You know, we outplayed them, but they still ended up winning the game. But they bring back that almost that entire team. I think, uh, I think, I think Vanderbilt, and Florida are probably the two, uh, two that I, I would probably see in the in the championship series. Phil, who do you got? Or Will, what do you think? Okay, I'll go. Uh, nope, so I'm, go I'm kind of with Ryan. I can I can see them beating. I think Connor Jones could could lock down Arkansas, and they can take it to them. And like you said, I just I don't see them having enough well i don't think they have enough starting pitching should they lose a game and I, this is blasphemous i know especially coming from an alum of the program to say that i don't see them making it out i just i'm sorry if if this was the full team they were 100 percent and hadn't had all the injuries that they had yep this would be a completely different team and i'd probably be singing a completely different tune but the injuries i think are just too far to overcome oak should win coach of the year for just getting them this far i'm not going to say not that but Mm -hmm. i think i think i'm with ryan i I like florida with their firepower at the plate and on the mound they're they're going to be a tough out and on the other side i i will never and i don't think i ever will or ever could vote against lsu and omaha they're (laughs) they're LSU, if you ever get a chance to go to a college world series with LSU there, it truly becomes Baton Rouge North. And Phil can attest to this. Our first game in 09, there were probably 30,000 people there, and 25,000 of them were wearing purple and gold. Wow. It becomes a different a different monster up there mm-hmm. when LSU's there. And they have a loaded team. Again, they're obviously the number two national seed. So I have them. I think they're going to win it all. And I see Florida coming out of UVA's bracket. Hey, Phil, do you do you have similar predictions? Or? Uh, yeah. 
Are you going to go optimism? I, I can attest to the LSU thing. I was playing outfield that game, and I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, where are we at LSU right now? Because they were just wearing me out in the outfield. There's, you know, I felt like everybody there was an LSU fan. Um, so I do, I do like them coming out of the other side, like Will said. Um, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling with the UVA team. I feel like they're either going to go two and out or go all the way. It's just they're they're just I I don't know. I, I didn't expect them to go this far. I really don't think we've had a lot of teams that have gone through that have been better than them. Um, you know, some teams that didn't even get to Omaha that were better than this team, honestly. But I feel like for whatever reason, it's just it's just going good for them. Um, I think they're going to beat Arkansas. I think Arkansas is similar to them. They start off slow. They're you know they're they're a good team, obviously. But I, I like UVA in that one. And I think, uh, for whatever reason, I think UVA is going to get through there. I want to see a little Brian O'Connor and Paul Maneri matchup, you know, the former (laughs) pitching coach and uh, head coach there at Notre Dame. That would make for some good storylines, I think. Um, So I'll be the first one to go out there. They'll probably make me look stupid and go on, too. But (laughs) I got got UVA, LQ. You know, there's there's two coaches getting a little matchup for, uh, for the national title. I like it. Nice. Pierce, what do you think? All right. Would, would you pick the Who's to win? I got to put you on the spot, Phil, before we look. Or would you pick the Who's to beat LSU if they came to that? Uh, we'll have to see how the pitching lines up at that point. We'll see if uh, UVA starts to find <laughs> up. But, uh, yeah, I think if Coach Mack somehow gets a hold of this and finds out I picked against him, he might kill me. So i got to go with the Who's one. <laughs> All right. All right. I like, I like the optimism. I mean, I, I guess uh, if you're the if you get to be the optimistic one, then that means I don't have to be, and I'll I'll, I, I'll scale it back to a little bit of realism. I do think, I mean, Connor Jones. Yeah, thanks for following on that story for me. Um, I do think that, that Connor Jones has just been just great, and I, I hate to go on a podcast and jinx somebody, but uh, I I gotta pick us to come uh, into the Arkansas game and come out of that with a W. And uh, like you guys said, I think the starters are going to carry them um, through the next, you know, at least the first two games. And and if that's against Florida, you know, that's a tough matchup. But but the starting pitch has just been great. And I think with our late game, you know, confidence, I think we could at least make it uh, whether they lose the first one they would play against Florida or win that first one and then maybe have Florida come back. I, I see them going to that pivotal both teams have one loss to go to the final of the College World Series, and, uh, and then I'll hedge my bets and say that maybe we'll drop that one because because we've run out of starting pitchers to carry us <laughs> that far by that point. So that'll be that'll be my bold prediction for that. But unless you guys have any other questions for Phil or, or for each other before uh, we wrap things up here, we'll go ahead and uh, and do that. But uh, tune in to the Who's; they'll be playing Arkansas. Uh, when's that game? Uh, Saturday mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock Eastern. Let's, let's check the pre. 3 o'clock. All right, awesome. So tune in at 3 on Saturday. Many, 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 many thanks again uh, to Phil Gosselin for joining us here tonight. It's been a treat for sure, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in your recovery from uh, that surgery and finding out what exactly kind of break that <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> and, and good luck to the Braves. Obviously, as you guys play all of our favorite teams in the NL East and beyond. Thanks, I appreciate you having me. We got the Mets this weekend, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Well, there you go. Thanks, Phil. Hey guys, thanks for having me. <laughs> all right, 
And tune in uh, later on whenever we come back, and hopefully we'll be discussing championships and things like that. But uh, for the Streak in the Line uh, cast of, of characters, I'll sign up. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.